Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. Here joining me on a very warm Friday night is Mr. Lee Hancock. Boiling. Mate, how are you? No, no sweat under the pits? Holding true at the minute? Not yet, but Mate, geez, yeah. I can feel it coming. It's definitely perspirating. I was about to say, it's a bold, I think we've all gone quite bold choices with the tops. Probably the best choice out of them all comes from Mr. Roy Hancock, who's joining us How tonight. are we going? Oh, geez, we should have gone bare-chested. Imagine Mate, that. Imagine the thumbnail. The thumbnail would be popping. Do you reckon it would increase or decrease our, our listeners? Oh, look, I... I think we'd be getting a few more. My ego um, says it increases uh, quite heavily. Yeah, yeah. Heavily. The reality, maybe not so much. But fellas, how are we? It's a crack. Mm. It's been a cracking week of weather down here in Tassie, no, hasn't it's it? It's been good. Blue oh. skies every day, just picture perfect. Loving it. It's almost been too good to watch basketball, but it's never too good to. Well, the only we were talking about it out. just before we came on mm. air, bro, and you know I love summer and everything that it is, but mm. the only thing that gets me is goddamn hay fever. Uh. I'm, all, yeah. I'm like Snuffleupagus over here. The old real one to watch Sesame Street know that guy. But how, how do you guys go with hay fever? Never get it. Yeah. yeah. I, I used to get hay fever literally all the time during these warm weather days, but I think I've, I think I'm immune to it now. I don't know. I've grown up, Nick. I tell you what, you need to kind of take a little Genghis Khan route here and overpopulate the world with your 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 blessed genes. With my genes, yeah. There you go. That'd be a very good looking population. My word, it would be. Guys, a huge episode. Today is the first of our two-part series for our mid-season grades. Uh, we're going to start with the Eastern Conference today, rip through all 15 teams, mm. kind of sharing our thoughts on how their season's going thus far, um, where we had our predicted standings at the start of the season, and just uh, kind of, you know, give give some of our key takeaways early into the piece here. I will say, I asked Ro last night, have you got any notes? And he said no, and at the present time, I did not either. And at this present time, I still do not. So we're going off what's in the dome right now. I, I mean, think... I've got some stuff loaded up and I've got my old notes from my predictions. But, Big play. But yeah. Specifically, not much notes this week because I think there's a lot that can come off the top of the head yeah. with some of these predictions. But there you go. I love it. Fellas, before we get into it, a big <laughs> shout out to both the cover and stadium scene. As I say, week in and week out. Mm. Both those two entities across the US, across Australia, doing massive things for, in terms of us, in terms mm. of showcasing our fine work that we do here as well as other content creators out there so certainly appreciate all that they're continuing to do for us guys let's get into it as i said today is week one of a two-part series next week we will tackle the western conference but without further ado let's get into the east and we'll start with the atlanta hawks give them an idea of what we're doing first i reckon what do you mean so we're have, kind have of, I not already done that? I don't think so. I will do it a bit better. All right. So at the start of the season, we made our prediction of where we think each team will sit in the respective West and East. This week mm-hmm. we're doing the East and we're just seeing where they're at now and how our predictions kind of played out. Good work. I, I feel like that was very, uh, I feel a little bit like Groundhog Day. <laughs> like I heard that a moment or two ago. <laughs> But you're absolutely right. Do you want to tackle it, Ro? Oh, look, I think you've well and truly covered it. <laughs> no, absolutely. Well said, Lee. Thanks. Um, so the Atlanta Hawks sitting ninth at the moment with a record of nine, 19 and 22. Mm. Um, I might start us here. I predicted them for seventh. Mm. Um, you know, it's been a little bit of a disappointing season so far. A lot of turmoil in and around the franchise at the moment, namely mm. with Trey Young. Um, I think positive has certainly been AJ Griffin. Yep. Hitting a couple of buzzer beaters and really kind of set the tone as a rookie this year. He's been underrated to a certain extent. Very underrated, mm. I believe, as mm. well. And, you know, with Trey, this franchise that hinges on him, DeJounte Murray, a key piece coming in, has looked 
really good, I think. 20 and a half points, five and a half rebounds, six assists, but mm. it all is Trey Young. Um, and he's putting stats up, but his efficiency is just it's taken a trip off a cliff. He's mm. down to 31 and a half percent from three, down seven percent from last year. Um, I think there could be changes in store, and I think John Collins is namely the piece that could be looked to be moved mm. before mm. the deadline. Um, I just thought, given my expectations, they're uh, they're off the pace at the moment. What do you think the likelihood of Trey Young actually being traded is over the next year or two? Because there has been a lot of talk about it on More Twitter. So and Trey, I, I hadn't heard any until probably a week or two ago about Trey being the piece. It's trader. probably speaking to how much time I spend on Twitter and these other social media platforms. But yeah, I have heard a few things about Trey perhaps going to like a team like Miami in exchange for like a Tyler Hero and another piece. It was Tyler Hero and Cole Lowry. I think Cole Lowry was another Trey, one. So it was, yeah, Trey for, for Hero and Lowry. And I, I don't like it. Do you, I, will, I will say the odds are very low in my opinion mm. for Trey getting traded. But two reasons, I think. Mm. One is he's already shown when he's fit and fire and he's one of the best players within the league. Mm. Um, he hasn't taken that super like superstar Luka Doncic level step yet. Um, but partly as well, I think given his values, probably as low as it's going to be. Yeah. You know, just that mock package of, of Hero and Lowry for Trey, I thought was just you know, completely off the pace. And it just screams to where people see him at the moment. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, look, at the end of the day, there's not many guys in the league who can average 27, 28 and 10 assists as well. He's got that perfect combination, even though his efficiency is low, he's got that perfect combination of being able to put the ball in the bucket and facilitate for his teammates. So I think they're high value players. And I think if you're going to be getting rid of anyone, um, I think head coach Nate McMillan might be, Front and centre, unfortunately. Mm. Getting a warm backside, do you reckon, Lee? His ass is on fire. Mm, I yeah. think so. And I is that so. does a big part of that be, like almost become that they're choosing Trey over Nate moving forward? 110%. Mm. I think so. I think it's going to come down to a little bit of an ultimatum to a certain extent. And I don't think they'll think too long about it when they it's time to make a decision. Um, and as we always, we've always said that the head coach is always the scapegoat in these yeah. type of situations. So regardless of what you think about Nate McMillan, they will be getting rid of him in a heartbeat over Trey Young. Lee, in terms of going forward, where mm. do you see this team in the, in the, I guess, the hierarchy of the league of the East? Mm. Are they going to finish in a playoff spot? Are you going to miss out on the plane entirely? Like where do you see them falling in the latter half I mean, of the season? Right here? now, they're not where they should, where they, where they should be and where they thought they'd be, especially after acquiring DeJounte Murray. Yes. I think they are in the select few teams. I'd have about four teams that, that they're not supposed to be there and they will get out of this rut. Trey Young, he's just having a bad shooting season. I don't want to call him a shot chucker just yet, but damn, he's chucking up some some shots that aren't a falling. Shot, a shot chucker. That's such an apt name, isn't it? A shot chucker. A shot I, chucker. Yeah. I had him seventh before coming into the chucker. season as well, just like you, Nick, yep. sitting nine. But I think, yeah, they're going to climb the ranks. Ro, mm. where did you have them heading into the season? I had them eighth yep. heading into the season. I didn't think, even though getting a player like DeJounte Murray is really handy because he's a, he's a like multifaceted player. Absolutely. I just thought at the time, is it enough to elevate them into true contender status? And no, I didn't think it would be. And so far, they've shown that it hasn't been enough to get him there, including, as we were mentioning, the turmoil, which we probably didn't, anticipate coming into yeah. this season we thought it'd be a bit more steady um so it's sort of just been a recipe for disaster with um you know a bit of unrest within the organization before we move on the big point that i've noticed is their center struggles mm. um you know i 
Capella's not it in the East when you've got such talented big men, Lopez, Giannis, Embiid. Mm. Um, he's not know. been bad at all, though. He, he's been bad. I, I, I no. think he, he's not comparing it to the other top centers that they're going to have to compete with. He's not at the pace needed. And a Congo at six foot nine is just too small. Mm. He's going to get eaten. Um, so I think they need to address that and quickly. I think the problem with Capella, I think he's good at what he does, which is get boards and get blocks. But I think in today's NBA, you almost have to be a, he almost is missing one dimension. He's a like a little too predictable and he Couldn't probably doesn't do his as life much. Depended on it. Well, that's the thing. He doesn't have a jump shot, doesn't have saying? any. Couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. Yeah. Uh-huh. That old... Well, that's right for, for old Clint, unfortunately. But you're right. They need um, to look into another big option there. Very good, fellas. Let's push on. Ro, what did you have on the Brooklyn Nets? They're currently sitting second at 27 and 14. A little pat on the back for me. I had them second coming into this season and they are sitting currently second. And, you know, this could have gone either way for the Brooklyn Nets because the last few seasons have been quite underwhelming considering where we thought, like the expectations we had on them. Um, And it was a lot of it was going to ride on Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, how they would work together, how they would work in coordination with their coach. And we've seen this year after parting ways with Steve Nash and acquiring um, Jacques Vaughn as their head coach, They've just gone to another level and it's almost been what has propelled them into where we thought that like playing at the level we thought that they could be initially. Um, And I don't see a limit on what they can achieve in playoffs. When you've got some of the absolute top tier talent in the competition on the one team, and they seem to be getting along well now, things things seem to be, you know, traveling without, you know, as much controversy as it did once upon a time. I'm really bullish um, as much as I want the Boston Celtics to obviously go as far as they can. I'm really bullish um, on the Brooklyn Nets come playoffs time. I couldn't, I couldn't be more happy uh, to be as wrong as I was. I, I mean, I put them six. Mm. Um, they're sitting second. And the main reason I put them six was because of the issues that came out of the offseason and the previous season. Um, you know, we, we talked about it all last week, but I, I think getting rid of Steve Nash was probably their saving grace, in my opinion. I agree. Mm. They're, they're, yep. Now they're finally playing as that cohesive team that we've been wanting to see for the longest time. Um, ben Simmons, he knows he's not the second guy, offensively especially, and he may not even be the third guy, but God, defensively, he's still very, very capable. Just quickly, though, today. Go ahead. Man had zero points against Boston. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He had zero. He took three field goal attempts. He had zero points. Mm. Well, when KD's you're out, you got to you got to do more. You're taking that. the piss. Like he, did he, they win or did they? No, lose? they lost. Yeah, he, he got some boards. He, I think he had he, a double digit assist at halftime. It was just a about. strange box score, wasn't it? But the fact Benny? is, you cannot have zero points yeah. and be one of the elite players mm. on this team. Mm. That's garbage. And I think especially, as you said, Lee, with KD out now, once we saw him go down at points last year, their record and standings took a trip off a cliff. Mm. Um, with KD out now, MCL sprain suffered the other day, will be reevaluated in two weeks, hopefully nothing more. Mm. If it is longer, you could see them start to slide a little bit. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that being said, I think their depth at the moment, you know, TJ Warren's looked fantastic. Joe mm. Harris coming back, Seth Curry. They should have enough to carry the offensive load so long as Simmons actually puts his hand up and takes a bit of accountability. Mm. Yeah. I think I was uh, when I was watching the broadcast today, I think Kenny the Jet Smith was saying that he should play a similar role to how Westbrook's playing at the moment. 
with the exception of jacking up threes, of course. It, but what do I say? He took 25 shots. Took or 20... I think it might have been a little bit more today against Dallas. We don't want <laughs> yeah. quite that many. Not not in terms Middle of line. those taking that amount of shots, but maybe just in terms of the aggression he has driving towards the hoop because we've seen in previous seasons he's got the track record of being a really dangerous player for the opposition to guard when he's driving to the hoop because he's got that sneaky, he's got that athleticism and he's really tall at that position that he plays as well. So he's a hard matchup for opposition guards. You said, what are you talking about Ben Simmons, right? Ben Simmons, yeah. He, he had 10 assists today. Great, great for him. Mm. I just want to see him look at the basket more and um, yeah. look to score more. That's the key. Just the mm. fact that you can pretty much double team a player, whether it's Kyrie more so at the moment, just because you know he's not going to, not going to score there. Yeah, he um, needs that to make beautiful. it a I just have my mic on mute. I'm crushing <laughs> oh, no. it today. But, yeah, he's, he's got to at least have that intent to want to score. So I think, so. I think, um, so. I think that'll be the key piece moving forward. Again, likewise, I see them as a really, really tough out. Should mm. everyone be fit and healthy at season's mm. end? Um, again, the only concern probably comes with their big man stocks. Giannis and Brooke, Embiid, Adjikanet a piss on Claxton. So mm, mm. Uh, that's my only concern for them moving forward. Claxton, can you, if you're going to say something bad about him, say something good about him because he has improved immensely this season, I think, especially yeah, good, but... in, interiorly uh, defensive-wise. He's been great. I think he's he's averaging a fair few blocks a game. Yeah, but, been... but do you... I know, up against Embiid, up against Jokic. Poundtown, on... baby. Yeah, but mm. I reckon he'll One be serviceable. Trip. All right. Well, there we go. Let's move ahead to a team that we think will feature heavily at season's end, Boston Lee. We, they currently sit first at 31 and 12. They do. Coming into the season, I had them fourth. I just thought I just thought going out, they had the shortest off season, as did the Golden State Warriors. Um, they lost um, uh, Adoka oh, yep. um, at the start of the season. I thought, do they have the momentum to carry this through to a new season? And I thought they did a little bit. That's why I put on at fourth, but I, they're, they're sitting at one. They've carried that momentum and some. Mm. Um, Jason Tatum is, I didn't think he was going to be put into MVP talks this year. He is in MVP eight talks. Four at the moment. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown's embraced that 1B role, or you could probably say two now. Mm. Um, and then Malcolm Brogdon coming along. He's been absolutely great when he needs to be. You know, he does exactly what they ask of him on each given night. He's such a meat and potatoes type player, Malcolm Brogdon. He just he's nothing flashy, but he does he makes the correct play more often than not. And they're the they're the really important players on your team yeah. come playoffs. Yeah. That in combination with being a really good leader and high basketball IQ, oh it's invaluable. I'd love to just, you know, in terms of the Lakers, I know it'd be a pretty stacked second unit, but having Westbrook and Brogdon on your bench. One guy mm. who's just a runner and gunner who's an absolute freak show like yep. he must like it's kind of like there's a million things going on in his brain at once, and then you got someone just to level him out a little bit to to hold the rock, slow it down. Ying and yang. Yeah. Yeah. So I I agree with everything you've just said, Lee. I think you know Brown, Jalen Brown's the perfect Robin there yep. to Tatum, um, and can even be that Batman on any given night when mm. he has to be. Um, I think just for the season now, it's ensuring the health of Rob Williams, who's just come back, Al yep. Horford. Ensuring there's no injuries, no kind of doubts or question marks hanging over their head come season's end. Um, I likewise predicted them fourth, mm. certainly surpassed where I thought they'd be at at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had an average week or two a couple of weeks ago in which they got knocked off by the Magic a couple of times. But since then, they've really steadied and kind of 
put their put their foot down and put a bit of a gap between second, third, and fourth. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, having a tremendous season thus far, the Boston Celtics. Yeah, and I had them sitting at fourth coming into this season as well. And I think at the time we did our predictions, I think this was following the Imaya Doka yeah. controversy. And there was a lot of sort of uncertainty about the season ahead, who would be leading the charge. It was very disruptive. But yeah, the Boston Celtics, they've They've made me really proud to be a Boston Celtics supporter this year because they've just gone to an absolute another level. And it's made me even more proud considering the first few months we didn't have Rob Williams, who's our defensive anchor. And like NBA fans, I think, generally know how important Rob Williams is, yeah. but particularly Boston Celtics fans who watch them, you know. Week in and week yeah, out. Yeah, week in, week out. Yeah. So that made me really proud. And yeah, as we, as we said, currently sitting in first and that win over the Brooklyn Nets was sort of like a bit of a, establishing one and two clearly at the moment. Speaking of Rob Rob Williams real quick, can someone please give me some insight on his nickname, Time Lord? Am I the only one that doesn't get it? I remember the explanation, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Big Peter Quill fan? If you know, drop him in the comments. Time Lord. Time Lord. Yeah, I can't say I'm familiar either. It's a fun name, though. There you go. Can you talk amongst yourself? I'm actually interested in finding that. Okay. Yeah, for the Celtics, do you think they're probably the favourites in the East League? I will say I think Boston Celtics fans, especially Roe sitting here with us, would be disappointed if they didn't make the finals. I'll say yeah. that, but in saying yeah. NBA finals, or East NBA finals, okay. but you can say that if you're a Bucks fan, if you're a Brooklyn fan, um, but yeah, I mean they're sitting first in the in the East right now. What do you think? Uh, oh, for as much as they're sitting first, I still tend to probably lead uh, lean towards the Bucks mm. just for the fact when they get Middleton, get everyone back fit and healthy. Um, I just don't know who can stop yeah. stop Giannis. Yep. Um, Ro, you found an answer, have you? I found a bit of an answer. What have you got I, for us, bud? I wouldn't have picked this, but uh, I'll just read it verbatim. Most people know the gist of it, as in the Time Lord nickname. We didn't, obviously. He became a social media sensation for poor timekeeping soon after being drafted in 2018. The Celtic Centre overslept and missed his introductory <laughs> conference call with the media and subsequently missed his flight to Boston. <laughs> Not the best note for the former Texas A&M player to start his NBA career. Did not know that. I love it. Know. I love how it's caught on. Fair play. Um, let's speaking about teams you know that we're proud of. Yeah. Lee, <laughs> your Charlotte Hornets currently sitting fifteenth at a league worst eleven and thirty two. Item thirteenth coming into the season. What else can you say but not good yeah. for these guys? That- oh, you can say plenty. You can say a lot more, and I'll, I'll say a little bit, and I'll start with. And no, I'm, I'm going to go for you first. Okay. Say one positive thing first, and then we can. Well, then we can bag on them. But can you come up with one positive Just thing one. to say? Just one thing. Terry's thirty-nine point game, and that's it. <laughs> one off occasion. This and, year. and and that's and it. Dennis Dennis Smith Jr. I haven't minded him. Nick Richard. And right. actually, oh, I wanted to say. I, I, I how how did I forget? Mason Plumley has oh. been good. Oh, Mason's been uh-huh. good. Give it a rest. You know who hasn't though? Gordon Hayward. And Gordon Hayward is one of these cases where the previous seasons you say injury is a concern, but when he's on the court, look, he's playing well. This season he's still injury prone and he's not playing well. Mm. Um, So that's your scare there. My biggest scare is... Lamelo leaving though, um, I'll be uh, I'll be leaving. in all sorts if if he does, and it's I mean it has to be on the table. Nah, for him now. pack her up for the Wimby Stakes. You get him, 
Carmelo so. and Wemby running around together, happy days. Not impressed. I think Michael Jordan would likely lock Lamelo up like prisoner style. He could do he a would. job, couldn't he? I think he, he could, could still do a job compared yeah. to some of these donuts running around at the minute. Like, get MJ get out, him there. out there. Did, yeah. did no one see MJ fall in the water playing <laughs> golf? No, I, I missed, did I, see I, that. I missed that. Did he? Oh, we'll have yeah. to. Maybe we'll put it up. But yeah, he was playing golf. Is it like a pro AM or was it him just doing? I don't know his if own it was thing? just fun or an, a competitive game. Anyway, he was on a bit of a bit of a slope. Let's just say near near a like a and lake or a water, down. and he tried to chip it over, and his old legs gave way, and he fell, <laughs> fell into yeah. the water. Not so the funny one. You need to see. I'll, it, I'll have to have a look. Absolutely. Um, Something I won't be having a look at is probably another game of the Hornets yeah, season. Neither. Good segue. Uh, I, I, I don't have too much to say just because we've got a lot more to get through, um, more exciting teams. But mm. just their, their defense is awful. Um, you know, offensively, they're not too bad to watch. Uh, mm. They've been better in the last week or so, in, in fairness to them. But I think, yeah, they're just. There's, there's nothing that excites me about them. So mm. pack her up for next year. Yeah, they're so far off the pace. I had them at 11th. Um, yeah, I'd, sorry, I had 14. Yeah, looking back on it, very optimistic. And particularly given how disruptive their off-season was, like it seemed like every every two weeks there was another negative headline oh. in the news. So mm. looking back on it, probably shouldn't have put them as high. But yeah, they've been absolutely awful this season, Charlotte. Here we go. Just quickly, you mentioned our socials a moment ago, Ro. Mm. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Guys, check them out, all of them, if you want to keep up to date with all your latest NBA and NBL content. Going to put up a question, I think, maybe later tonight. Um, my question of the week to all you guys out there, listeners-wise, drop your answer for your best antihistamine. Because I tell you what, <laughs> I am battling here. And uh, I would love to hear. I've, I've tried the uh, the Telfast today. Finergan? Ooh. Now, Finergan puts you to sleep, so... <laughs> Probably not great before a podcast. Yeah, don't do it before the pod. Mate, but, I've um, been chomping the Telfast like Tic Tacs today. Geez. and I'm Yeah, Telfast are just lollies, really. <laughs> just just they don't do pick anything. me up. Yeah. Um, let's go to the Chicago Bulls. I predicted them eighth. They're currently sitting 10th at 19 and 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a slightly better last week or two, yet I think the impact of not having Lonzo has certainly been felt. It's you know, the difference. Oh, it is. It mm. is, isn't it? Mm. Like it, even last season, when they had him, they were they they were top of the East, weren't they? Yes. And yeah. they just mm. took a, a trip off a cliff. Yep. Um, DeRozan, I think, has been absolutely money again. Twenty six points, five rebounds, five assists. Levine has been scoring a lot better and more efficiently mm. since the start of December. He needs to keep doing it. Mm. He's kind of almost taken a little bit of a back seat on the offensive side, but he just needs to attack. It's non negotiable at this point with Levine. <laughs> It is 100%. And, you know, they're such a funny team because they've been quite impressive against the good teams in the league, the Bucks, Celtics, Nets. Um, yet they've dropped far too many winnable games. Yes. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see them possibly make moves at the mm. deadline. Mm. Uh, Vooch is a name that's rumoured quite heavily. Even Pat Williams, Kobe White. You know, I know Apex. I know he'll probably be happy to see, see Pat Williams go at this point. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see them make a couple of moves and just try and... Uh, you know, make a make the plane mm. at least. Yeah. At least that's got to be the bare minimum. Item eighth as well, sitting tenth. When this when this team got formed, I wanted so badly for it to work because I like so many of of the players they acquired and the and the core they Who's built. Who's your favorite there? I I really like Demar. Yeah, I'd probably have to go DeRozan. But the the fatter of the 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 the, the, the matter the fact the fact of the matter. <laughs> you, you've given every combination possible, here, <laughs> but the right. So I've, never, I've, I've never used that saying again. The fact of the matter is, it has not 
worked. And I, I spoke a couple of weeks ago. It's blow up time. Vooch trade just didn't work. He's not a great interior defender, which doesn't help their odds. Lonzo being out doesn't help either. Horrible just quickly with that trade, the Vooch one. Yeah. Mm. I think it was Wendell Carter, a couple of draft picks, which has resulted in Franz Wagner mm. and someone else. But it doesn't mm. it hasn't aged well, has it, for the Bulls? It hasn't. hasn't. No. 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 I mean, I don't have much more else to say. For the Do Bulls. you think if they had Lonzo, it would be a different kettle of fish possibly their league? I don't think they'd be contenders i think that'd be that'd be better though wouldn't they? they would be better without a doubt but i just think their ceiling um their highest ceiling is still too low especially for the east could yeah. they make the playoffs oh yeah. yeah like could they finish the season in the top six you think yeah you sure. do yeah how many games are they behind probably a few they're a few behind at mm. the moment um I'll check. That I'll, for I'll you talk while you, while you check. Yep. Um, I had them at seventh coming into this season. Um, again, four games, behind. four games behind. So yeah, yeah it's doable. The, yeah, potential is there, but I think the proof is in the pudding, really, with them. Like particularly with Lonzo Ball going out last year, their run home last season was absolutely horrendous. Mm-hmm. They looked like one of the worst teams on the run home. But then their first part of the season when Lonzo was out there. They look like a completely different team. The structure of the team just looked A1, really. Yeah. Like it looked perfect and they were getting the wins on the board. Um, I I think they're capable of main, making playoffs, but I'll tell you what, like you know, you don't have a – I don't think if you're a Bulls fan, you have a heap of hope for the future at this point because DeMar's getting on. Lonzo is a guy who you just can't rely on being out there. Levine has looked better, yeah, but I still don't think that's enough to give you hope that they're going to re-elevate themselves into true contender status anytime soon. And even if they do make, say, the sixth spot, uh, what they versus three, you think of the top, the top three out of the East is going to be Milwaukee, Boston, and Brooklyn. Imagine them. Imagine Chicago coming up against any of those teams. Mm. Probably sweepstakes. It would be. Well, fellas, we've still got plenty of teams to get through here, so we'll push on. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, Lee, currently sitting fourth with a record of 27-16. and 16. What do you reckon? The acquisition of Donovan Mitchell has certainly paid dividends at the moment, hasn't it? Oh, especially compared to the Gobert. Um, Guaranteed all-star, isn't he? 29 what? points, four rebounds, five assists, dropping a 70-point yeah. game. They've, they've been, Garland have meshed together so well. Been massive. Um, I had them third coming in. They're sitting fourth, so... Doesn't really matter. They're not yeah. too many games back. Um, yeah, I really like this young squad. They're very promising. Whether they are true contenders for the title, there's some questions to be raised. Is Donovan Mitchell in you know the piece um, that can bring them to a title? The piece that'll bring them a title came back today after 380 days. Ricky Rubio, I know. Oh, really? I love his reappearance in the league against in their matchup against the Portland Trailblazers. Um, fantastic to see him back once again. Yeah, it was three hundred and eighty odd days that he'd been sitting out. Good to see. So yeah, but it just adds to that depth with him, mm. Lavert, Osman, Love, mm. strong bench as well. So got a very team. strong core and a strong bench. But you think of the teams that have won the the title over the last couple of years; they've <laughs> always had a top five player. In their squad, is Donovan Mitchell a top five player? Probably not. And then my other concern is whether Evan Mobley can improve to the point where he he contributes solid in in uh, in finals if they made it. Um, 
He needs to play his role, I think. He needs to play his role, yeah. Um, yeah, Adam third, they're sitting four. I think the only thing – I, I predicted them sixth. I think the only thing to work on in the second half of this season would be improving their road record. Uh, they're below 500 on the road at the moment. So I think that's certainly the only concern for me going mm-hmm. forward. Great to see Rubio back, as you said, Lee. Not only they're starting five, super, super solid. Isaac Okoro has mm. been a lot better lately. Cool. I hadn't given up on him, but I was a lot lower on him heading into mm. the season. Mm-hmm. It's been certainly serviceable. Um, but I just think their bench as well, as we said, those names, Rubio, Love, Lavert, Osman, you know, big Robin Lopez mm. running around like uh, Coco the Clown outside. Sideshow Bob. Bob, that's mm. what I was thinking. Um, I, I love where they're at at the moment. And if it's not this year, I think next year's the yeah. year to really, yeah. really go for it. I agree. But I would hate to face them in a playoff series at the moment. <sighs> so loving what they're doing, um, I think they'll be a top four seed come season's end. Mm, it's looking likely, isn't it? I had them fifth coming into this season. And to be honest with you, like I was a bit sort of sheepish on calling them a true contender for the majority of the season so far. Like I feel like, it's only been recently that I think that they can truly contend come the end of the year. I think everything we've mentioned so far in terms of them having the star players, having the guys who play their role in and out every single night, having the depth, having a really good coach. As you were mentioning, Nick, I think that's a valid point about the road record. I think that needs yeah. to have a bit of an uptick um, shortly just for the self-belief because come playoffs, there's no running away from that um, no. from the road. So, and you've got to compete at a really high level. Um, yep. So, I think um, I'm a believer in the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I haven't been for the majority of this season, but they've shown enough to me so far. I you know, it. do you know something that's been playing on my mind lately? Give it to us. How gassed up Shaq would be feeling, and how many flowers he'd be giving himself, and how much credit he'd be giving himself for saying Donovan Mitchell isn't that isn't capable of taking the next step, probably knowing that he would, but Donovan Mitchell has taken that next step. I, I think he like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's no, like really. a, well, it, so he was saying that as like, you think you're saying as like reverse psychology exactly. motivation. Yeah. yeah. I think he's given himself the flowers. Like, you know, yeah, it's been playing on my mind. Lads, mm. six teams down, nine to go. This is a team we'll rip through pretty mm, quickly. Do. Uh, the Detroit Pistons sitting 14th with a record of 12 and 33. Once Cade Cunningham went down, it was virtually season over, I think. Mm. Um, highlight to certainly being Killian Hayes. Great to see him after almost pretty well, you could argue, be, should have been out of the league. Yep. Uh, he's reasserted himself and could actually be a piece on this team moving forward. Uh, Ivy and Durant looked like really tidy acquisitions in the draft, especially mm-hmm. Duran, who's he just eats offensive boards for breakfast. This guy, he's Young. aggressive. Um, yeah. and then for me, the highlight undoubtedly has got to be Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich, uh, yeah. 21 points, three rebounds, three assists on 41 and a half percent from three. Um, all about building now for next year, getting K back, seeing which pieces are going to stick. Mm. You know, not too much else I have to say about them, but uh, yeah, I, item 11 sitting 14. Um, they're one of the teams that I thought maybe could have made a run for the plane. I didn't think by any stretch of the imagination that this was their year. Cade went down, different story, but it has, it's been a blessing in disguise for it's probably saved Killian Hayes' career, to be honest, mm. because he's been given the minutes to yep. show what he can actually do. No, you're absolutely and right. Mimic everything you said. Young Dwight Howard, as in Jalen Duran, 
Duran has been, mm. yeah, probably. He gets more offensive forwards than he does defensive. Yeah. Doesn't he? Ren Gray. He just yeah. gets in there. He's a real little piglet in there. I wonder if he's one of the only players in the league whose ratio is inclined that way, more offensive mm. over defensive. Wouldn't be many of them. I don't I think, think there would be, would there? Nope. It speaks to how, like, aggressive he is pretty much on both ends, really. Um, I had them 12th coming into this season. Been, if you're the Detroit Pistons, like, yes, it's sort of a bit of a write-off season, but, like, who cares given what's at the end of this season? Like, I think this is a very, very much a, if the Detroit Pistons hypothetically had a season where they were vying for a playoff spot, I think that'd be disappointing really because yeah, they, it's just not within their plans to do, or it shouldn't be within their plans. Particularly we, we talk about Wemby, but, Everyone keeps forgetting about Scoots. Scoot. And if it was any other season. It's quite a deep draft. And I know those are the only two that we've really spoken about and we'll certainly look to do more draft stuff mm. as we progress. It's quite a talented class coming up. So yep. it's there's a, a lot of excitement building around it. Yeah, it's a season where you don't mind if you finish towards the bottom of the standings for sure. Well, mm. let's move ahead. A team I predicted 15th row, the Indiana Pacers currently sit 7th with a record of 23-19. and 19. Unbelievable, isn't it? So, so fun. Like, mm. I truly hope they get a playoff spot. I am so loving yeah. them. Yeah. Such a fun team. Oh, they are. I had them 13th. I was very low on them coming into this season. And that's them 15th. That is I not aged well. For me. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And, like, this is nothing against, like, Tyrese Halliburton because I I think most of us thought he was going to be a shining light on this team regardless of what their record was. But he is just absolutely like one of the most likable players in the league, mm. I feel. And he's only early in his career and he's already... 20 you know, points, four rebounds person. and leading the league in assists with 10.3 a game. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's... I- I knew that he was. Gonna, I knew he was going to be their shining light, but I'd be kidding myself. And I feel like you guys would be too if you said he was going to be this good. Yeah, he's not. He's gone way beyond beyond my um my expectations. Mm. And their their team as a core is just playing hard. They're playing tough, yeah. and that's probably why they're sitting seventh. Um, rookie there, been, sorry, you go right. No, all I was going to say was the other thing that probably boded well. For, for them, which I had in my notes for my season preview, is the fact that they had a really uninterrupted um, yes. off-season, rather. Yeah. Um, so a lot of stability. They sort of all knew what their role was and where what the direction was going forward. So, yeah, I love the paces this season. Matherin started. He was absolutely <laughs> nuclear to start On the season. Fire. Cooled down a little bit since, but probably you'd say probably second still for Rookie of the Year, maybe even a candidate for Sixth Man of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and after requesting that, pretty well requesting a trade to the Lakers, Miles Turner's been really, really good. Mm-hmm. Buddy Hield's been money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm loving, loving what they're doing. I wouldn't be that surprised to see them drop off in the second half of the season, but I think then again, there's been enough of a sample size to kind of, to kind of show that they could keep this going. Mm. Um, mm. You know, very well done to Rick Carlisle. I think he's probably my pick for coach of the year at the moment. Mm. Um, and I just I hope they keep running it because they are they are super fun to watch. You know, Nemhard out here just dropping dropping bombs from throws, getting yep. match winners. You know, Buddy Hield as we spoke about, Miles Turner, Halliburton. You know, he he's an all star, isn't he? There's no he is. it, it possibly yeah. You know, probably not a starter. You wouldn't think there in the East. Mm. But uh, he's, he's guaranteed that. a spot. You would say like we we probably don't think he'll get a starter spot. But if he did, like it's all credit to him. Oh, and 100%. I, I wouldn't begrudge him anyway so 
Yeah. I think he'll get a starting spot. Starting spot? Yeah. Huge. Mm. Fingers I'll crossed. You heard it here first. There we go. Uh, the Miami Heat, they were... I currently sit in eighth with a record of 23 and 20. Um, I had disappointing, to say the least so far, because <laughs> no. I predicted them fifth. Um, that being said, they have battled all season long with injuries. They got a really mm-hmm. good win over the Bucks earlier today. But they are often, often a lot of times this year, they're going into games with seven or eight men on their roster, mm. um, which is compounding the issue. Mm. When you're having mm. to play you know, seven or eight guys that many minutes, the likelihood of injury increases. So it's just oh, yeah. kind of a, a compounding problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Bam's been fantastic this season, a DPOY candidate. Career mm. um, best year for Bam. Oh, absolutely. I think so. Oh, yeah. I think so. Um, and I think for me, Jimmy Butler... For as good as he is, he's still probably one of the most underrated players in the league, mm. I think, with mm. what he does for this team. He's almost, when you think of the top 15, 20 players in the league, some people don't even consider him. Mm. Um, but just watching him as a late, as of late, he's tremendous. And I think for him, the key, and I guess for the Heat to unlock the best of him, is for him to be aggressive. Agreed. Sometimes he kind of, I guess, drifts in and out of the offense. Mm. Takes um, a back seat. But we saw in that finals a couple of years ago when he was playing pretty well 48 minutes and giving it everything against the Lakers, putting up 40 points a game. Mm. That's when he's at his best. So I'll offer a different I think pers- they could squeeze a little bit more out points point wise from Jimmy. I'll offer a different perspective to that. I think on any night, Jimmy can go out and do what he did in those um playoffs in the bubble. But I remember when um Bam Adebayo came to the team the consensus was in a few years, this will be Bam's team and Jimmy will take a back seat. And it wouldn't surprise me if that's exactly what's happening right in front of our eyes. You know, Bam's yeah. playing the best ball of his life. Jimmy's taken a bit of a back seat. He's, he's aging. Um, but yeah, it, I, I wouldn't be. Uh, Could you squeeze him a bit more, do you think, for some more points? Maybe to, maybe towards the latter end of the season, if they're looking for home court, they're sitting fifth right now. Oh, or eighth, eighth sorry. Geez, eighth right now, I'd put them fifth. So yeah, I think if if yeah, I think they should squeeze a bit more out of them. Yes, mm. Roy for the Heat yourself. What do you think? Where did you predict them? I had them sixth coming into this season, so slightly lower than where they are. Um, just touching on that, Jimmy Butler taking a back seat. Like yes, I I, I do think that that's what they're trying to do. But I think if the Miami Heat are any chance of making any sort of noise in the playoffs. He can't take a back seat yeah. at the no, moment. He really can't. He really can't. He's so vital to their success. Yeah. Um, he's the type of player who's like a lead by uh, play. What am I trying lead to say? By lead example. by example type player. Put the team on his shoulders and yes. let's see how far we it's can go. So motivate. It would be so motivating as a teammate to see what he can achieve. And you saw in the um, 2020 bubble playoffs and taking his team all the way to the finals. It was on the back of Jimmy Butler and his efforts out there on the floor. Ro, do you think they could be active in the trade market? Duncan Robinson, maybe even mm. Kyle Lowry. Mm. Could they be potential candidates to move on and look to strengthen this roster given you know, Lowry's aging, he's struggling with injuries? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like I couldn't remember the last time he consistently played five to ten games in a row. No. Duncan Robinson has arguably one of, if not the worst, contract within the league. Mm. Uh you know, if anyone, I think it's just about getting rid of him now. Me too. Whatever they get, they're going to get, you know, jack all for him. Nuts. Yeah. Um, mm. But there are pieces here as well that you could look to move on. Maybe a Struis as well mm. in a package. Like, could they be active over the next couple of weeks? Definitely. Like, if you're the Miami Heat, you cannot be content with this current roster that you have at the moment. If you either make two decisions, like you either 
rebuild, start the rebuild, or you make some changes to positively impact your franchise. I think I don't think they're at the stage where they need to rebuild at the no. moment, and they've got the players who can they can sort of um, acquire, they can acquire some new players to assist Jimmy and Bam because they yeah. they've both got a lot to give. So well, I think well, they need to get going. Here's a player. Yeah. I saw this earlier today. I saw that I think he's working out with the Lakers. Mm. Oh, um, do we all remember the name Myers Leonard? Yes, and for not good reasons either. Not good reasons. Mm. Well, he's working out with the Lakers as we speak. Uh, a former Heat player himself, mm. um, you know, due to injuries and had some anti-Semitic uh, mm. remarks that kind of mm. had him thrown out of the league. He's since, from all reports, spent quite a lot of time ingraining himself in the Jewish culture. As we just. must have read the exact same article. I was reading it at work today. Yeah, bloody hell. There we go. Have I have I done a good yeah. recount of that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> could could he be a player that the Heat look to maybe bring back? He's familiar with their their setup, their personnel. Mm. Um, if things don't work out with the Lakers trial, could maybe Pat Riley say, "Okay, you're a changed man. Let's uh, get you back." Yeah, second chance, maybe, maybe. Um, because we've spoken about in the past the need for the Miami Heat to acquire another, you know, at a least big half decent big guy. Because yeah. um, Dwayne Dedman isn't that guy, really. What, like, did he? you see when he got ejected the other day? He threw, was it like a, a Theragun or something? Did, yes. Was no, he I got, didn't see that. Was he got he ejected. Ang- he was angry at, um, was he angry at Spo? I, to be was honest, I, at- I shouldn't have brought it up because I'm not so well-versed mm-hmm. on the actual like straight facts of what happened. But I think he threw like a Theragun over like some people mm. in the in the crowd mm. And anyway, something led to another, and he, he got ejected. And they were already only had about eight blokes on the roster, so maybe um, the person in the crowd had tight quads. You never um, know. You never know. But there you go. I, I'd certainly mm. take Leonard over Deadman. Yeah, and stretch I, I the floor so. a little yeah. more so, and open that lane up for Jimmy. Yep. So there we go, lads. We will push on with our next team. All right, Lee. Mm. Let's move ahead to the Milwaukee Bucks, currently sitting third with a record of twenty-seven and fifteen. Mm. What have you made of their season thus far? Item first, sitting third. I th- I thought they were going to be first because I thought they were going to be completely healthy. I thought Chris Middleton was coming back. How many games has he played? One or two? Not many. I actually no. picked him up in our fantasy this morning just to see uh, uh, injury replacement. Him. Just, yeah. uh, but it feels like he might never suit up. Uh, well, I hope so because um, Giannis can only do this for so long. He's doing an amazing job kind of carrying. He's not carrying the team. 32. Like- 12 and 5. Yeah. Another MVP-like campaign. MVP season. He's he's not carrying them on the back as Luke is carrying the Mavs on the back because they've still got some serviceable players. But God, he's doing a lot. Um, Drew's been good um, as that second option. He's been a little bit inconsistent, but you can't be on your on your A game every game. Really like what I'm seeing from Bobby Portis, uh, mm. actually. I, I think he's a sleeper for... Um, six man of the year. The eyes um, tell a story, don't they? They do. As crazy They're as crazy. they might be, they tell mm. a story. Bloody eyes. And Brooke Lopez. I mean, the the talks of him in in Depoy um, talks speaks 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 words. You know. Yeah. Um, does speak words. <laughs> speaks volumes. I feel like that's a Lee catchphrase. I've heard him say that before. <laughs> I think um, Lee almost all these like kind of well known catchphrases. I stuff them you, up. You, you put a little, <laughs> your own little spin on them. They never come out seamless, do they? Never. Whereas, Nick, you've got them like, you're like a woody doll with this string at the back. You're like, have the same five or six catchphrases every week. Yeah. Lee's the defect doll. It hasn't been made properly. <laughs> got a little dent in the side of the head there. <laughs> no, that's all I'm saying. Oh, no, no, it's God. good. No, I, I agree with everything you've said. I think 
like I had, I predicted them second, third at the moment. The reason, I guess, comparing when we were talking about the Celtics and Brooklyn a moment ago, mm. the reason why I have so much faith in this team is we haven't really seen this big three together yet. I mm. think they've played a combined of five games, mm. uh, oh, but yeah. when they're all fit and healthy, like I, I don't know who stops them. Mm. Just with the depth they've got, I think it's almost a benefit that Middleton's been out. They've, you know, Giannis has sat a few games, Drew's missed a few games. Mm. We're seeing players like Javon Carter, mm. the rookie bow champ. Um, is it AC Green, the other rookie mm, they've got there? So. All these other players stepping up, getting valuable game time. They're probably not going to play in the rotation mm. come season's end. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, they're they're the oldest squad in the league, Jeez. so oh, they wow. need to have a little bit of man management, mm. which I think it, it it's good at the moment. They're they're in such a healthy position. You know, I don't think they care if they finish first or second. They've got that championship pedigree. They know what it takes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can rest a few guys here and there. You know, I think they're going to be really tough out at season's end. So loving where they're at at the moment, as you said, seeing Brooke back dominating on both sides of the floor, mm. um, you know, it's uh, it's tremendous. And having a guy mm. like Bobby Portis as your backup centre, what a benefit. Oh, it's so valuable, isn't it? I had them first coming into this season and I still don't think it's beyond capability. Like they'd probably only be a game or two back, no, a few they're, games they're, back now. They're a couple back now, I believe. They're yeah, three, I and, was, three and a half. Three now. and a half. So still not too far back. But um, yeah, look, I don't, I'm not necessarily worried about the regular season for the Milwaukee Bucks. I think if you're coming up against them in playoffs, you have to be on your absolute A plus game every single night or else you're going to get found out. When you've got a guy as incredible and once in a generation as Giannis on your team, alongside other guys who play their role really well and probably un- undersung a little bit, um, I think they're going to be a, still a very big threat come playoffs. Ro, as a homeowner yourself now, um, mm. yeah, you're like, oh, where's this going? Mm, yes, intrigued. I'm not sure how much uh, the uh, the tools work you've done, but if you had to lean, you know, two of the biggest power tool brands we have here, Ryobi and Milwaukee. Yes. Do you have a preference? Um, yeah, I'm big, big, uh, big Milwaukee fan. Big on yeah. the drill. Yeah, no, you'll see me out there any given day just hammering, hammering and drilling stuff and love whatnot. That. Love that. Big fan of the stuff. Milwaukee boomboxes, actually. The uh, the big the big speakers they have on the on the sides there, yeah. kind of the hardcore hardcore ones. Lee, you, you big on the tools, mate? No, what's I'm your not. What's your favourite power tool? I couldn't even name one. <laughs> I want to ask a basketball related question right now. Yeah, good. Oh. Is because I think he is um, to to get to the finals and especially win the championship. Do we think Chris Middleton is vital to to them winning the chip as their closer? Yeah, I think he probably is, to be honest. I'm going to say no. Right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, I think they could still do it without him. Mm. Oh, I, I think they could, but I think having him would just be a real, real, real big boost that would probably, you know, in my eyes, still have them as favourite in yeah. the East. I'm not taking anything out of what the Boston Celtics did last year. They played phenomenal postseason, especially. Mm-hmm. But Milwaukee, if they had Chris Middleton, I mean, Giannis took Milwaukee to Game 7 versus Boston without Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. If they had him... I don't think Boston would have been playing in the uh, in the finals. No, I think we yeah, all agree exactly. on that. No, I don't agree. You don't all. agree? No. You're not buying that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I put my green glasses on every single day of the week. Are they kind of a, a lighter shade of green or the, the darker darker green tinge that we've come to know and love uh, from Milwaukee? Uh, no, the lighter. lighter shade of green. <laughs> um, you, you don't believe, you, you reckon the, the Celtics are winning that one? Put some respect on our name, please. <laughs> 
Oh, there we go. I've got to stick with okay. our boys. Yeah, I, I've got to stick I, with our boys. In fairness, I don't think. Yeah, I think we probably would have all lost a little bit of respect for you if you had a flipped on them like that. <laughs> yeah, so fair play. Cannot do that. Well, let's go to a team out out east there, out in the uh, the Big Apple, New York Row, the New York the Ping Pong Knicks. They're <laughs> sitting there sixth, surprisingly at the yeah. moment, with a record of mm. twenty three and nineteen. Such a weird team because some mm. nights. They look great and can match it, honestly, with the best in the league. They can. And, yep. and again, other nights, it's kind of like the Bulls. They drop so many winnable games. Yeah. But yep. they've been a lot better as of late. They started slowly, getting wins on the board now. And they're up to sixth. And that's largely, mm. I think, been off off the back of Jalen Brunson, who's 21.5 points, 3.5 rebounds, 6.5 assists. Mm-hmm. And especially as of late, RJ Barrett just coming back into the team. But mm. whilst he was out... He really did carry them. Yeah, he did. He put him on the shoulders, didn't he? Um, but I, I had the New York Knicks tenth coming into this season. I had eleventh. I had tenth. There you go. No, we were all quite we're, low. We're very we? low on them. Mm. Right. I, I think mean, that spoke right, to the so. talent, though. Yeah. Uh, like we didn't think they were going to be that bad. I think it's just how good the East was this yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And yeah, like I think Jalen Brunson's been such an incredible addition for them, and it's been he's sort of like provided a bit of like leadership almost oh, like, like for a team which has sometimes been known as a blase team all over the place haven't really got any direction i think he's provided that sort of clear mindset and that's really evident on a night in night out basis i think he's really brought tempo control yeah control control that's I a better word yeah oh king julius yeah uh, was that madagascar king julius yes. king julian oh, king uh, julian. um but he sometimes goes at a million miles an hour uh, you're just trying to piece together the movie, aren't you? There. No, I was trying the to think. Lemur, I was trying it? to think of his accent. You know how oh, he's saying Julian. Yeah, that's that's yeah, not yeah, bad for me. That's all right. That's quite good. That's avid right. Madagascar watching. Yeah, there you mm. go. But if like, yeah, they, yeah. He, he just he just kind of slows them down when they need to be slowed, and he yes. speeds them up when they need to. He's a real kind of. It's kind of that thing that doesn't show up in the box scores. It's just mm. that real ability to read the game. He I, does that really well. I might be putting my fantasy glasses on here because I have Jay Brunson on my team, but oh, I truly, I, I think that that trade is very was very underrated, and he he was the turning point as to why they're sitting what six the right skip? now. I, uh, I'm trying to think what they actually got. I don't know. Nilakina. Oh. Was he involved? Yeah, in he package? was involved. Um, yeah, I can't actually stuff. remember, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, I think it's very, very underrated. He brings not only ball handling, but the passing ability. He's been great offensively. Um, very, very high on Jay Bruns. Jay uh, Bruns. Uh, Jay Bruns. Yeah. That's a new name. What if he, King, King Julian, um, 24 and a half points, 10 rebounds, four assists this season. Is he going to be an all-star? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he is for mine. So they get, they get two then, do you reckon, Brunson and him? Oh, that's a good question. They we might, had this might talk last week. I'm going to, again, put my fantasy glasses on and put Randall into the team, but I think Jalen Brunson would definitely warrant a spot. They just need to mm. iron out, I think, their shooting. They're not mm. a great no. shooting team, and they give up a heap of threes. Mm. Um, you know, at the moment, I just, it's, it really surprises me the fact they're sick. Um, oh, me too. I don't see them as a, a threat at all this year. Um, but still, fair play to them. It's good to see the Knicks are somewhat relevant again. Uh, we need another viral bing bong similar moment just to keep them uh, mm. in people's in the forefront of their minds. But uh, good stuff from New York. Lee, a team we again we probably don't need to spend quite as long on the Orlando Magic mm. sitting. I predicted thirteenth. They are currently sitting thirteenth with a record of sixteen and twenty six. 
Yeah, I had them 14th, um, sitting 13th. Not not much at all to say about them. Paolo Bancaro has been great. Locked up rookie of the year already. Done yeah. and dusted. Throw yeah. away the key. 21 mm. points, seven rebounds, four assists. Made man. Mm. It, it, it surprised Guy's me. Guy's money. It, it has surprised me how much of a back step they've taken uh, with Cole Anthony's development. I haven't seen him on the court much at all, to be honest. It's probably because Mark L. Fultz has come back in the rotation. Um, but, you know, still individually developing. Love what Franz Wagner is doing. Um, the, yeah. the problem is, I think, with that, coming back to the Cole Anthony piece, the fact is pretty much every player outside of you know, Terrence Ross, Gary Harris, they're all so young mm. that there's mm-hmm. not enough minutes to give everyone that opportunity they mm. need. So it feels like there's almost been a bit of a cull yeah. um, in that and that, you know, he's kind of gone by the wayside a little bit there. Um, I'm just stoked real quickly. He's, he's about to rejoin the team. Jonathan Isaac. Mm. Yep. This Huge. is a guy I have just longed for for the last well, – what's, what's it been now? He's been out two, two and a half seasons it is. Mm. Um it's. I think he's, without a doubt, when he's healthy, one of the best two-way players within mm-hmm. the league. He was, just before he went down, you know, that two and a half seasons ago, about to really flex some muscle on the league. Um, he's just returning now with the Lakeland Magic. Hopefully see him back in the next few, few days, week or so. Uh, but it's been a hell of a long time coming. So this, it's, you know, it's kind of, you know, I guess the happiness mm. of seeing Rubio back today. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, tenfold of that, just because it has been... Such a long journey for him. So I truly hope he uh, is able to find a bit of form and uh, reassert himself back into the league. Yeah, I'm stoked for him. Hopefully he can string a bit of time together because it's always a little bit of a worry or it's a huge worry really when someone comes back after an absence that long. Not many people have one that long, do they? No, not that long. Absolutely not. So yeah, really good news that he's on his way back. Um, I don't have a heap to say about them. I had them dead last in my predictions, 15th. Um, Bol Bol, he's been incredible this season. He's really should be in contention for most improved player. I don't think he'll win it, but I think he's improved immeasurably really compared to where he was once upon oh. a time, which was almost out of the league. So yep. I think um, the Orlando Didn't Magic... you say to kick him out of the league, did you? Bowl, bowl. Don't or, put that on my... No, no. Did, did one of us? Uh, I think we all... Well, I don't know if we all did, but I think... Well, maybe it was reports we saw that he was probably close to, yeah. to maybe being out of the league. <laughs> oh, or wasn't he rumoured going to China or somewhere? Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. Like... Mm, he's turned it around, though, massively. Yeah, he's like, been incredible. But I think it's due to the change of uh, scenery. Not not that he's playing better, but the coaching staff that uh, they actually given him minutes. Mm. You know, yeah. mm. is yeah. it? Would you discourage? No, no, I agree. I agree. Sometimes opportunity is everything, and if a fresh change of scenery mm. sometimes does it for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lads, we'll move ahead. Philadelphia, the 76ers. I predicted them first. Currently sitting fifth at 25 and 16. Started very slowly as well. Starting to find a bit of a groove now, despite going down to OKC earlier today. Um, the big thing is, I still need to see more of Harden and Embiid together because. Mm. You know, that's the that, that is it. That's the big factor to determine if they are an actual genuine contender or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just haven't seen enough of them together. Their depth is really, really solid. Their top tier talent is there. It's just a whether a question whether they can all stay healthy on the court together. Um, you know, their their defense is actually really solid at the moment. Yep. Sitting third in the league, mm. um, while their offense is middle of the pack. Look for that to kind of pick up once we see Embiid and Harden together a little bit more. So Maxi, I think, is is a budding star. Mm. Um, Tobias Harris, as I say, 
week in and week out and year in and year out. <laughs> Needs to give more for his money. Yeah. Um, I know, don't think he, we've ever said a nice thing about Toby, have we? He's just an... Oh, we, I remember we said one good thing when he was getting married and said congratulations to him. We're not one good on-court no. related Probably not. thing. Probably not in that case, but he's, he's just an average player getting yes. paid superstar money. He yeah. is, isn't he? Yeah. I, I, and I think that's the thing. If he was getting paid... You know, twenty million a season. I'd be like, okay, yeah. all right, that's it. But yep. if you're getting paid 35, 40 million a year, got to be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Billy, lads, what uh, did you? I had them uh... um, uh, second, sitting fifth. I don't have too much to say about them. Um, they they get a lot of their points uh, from free throws. Both Joel Embiid and James Harden are very good, and I I think it's a skill to be able to get to the line as much as they do. That's a dark art. It's a dark mm-hmm. art. You'd, you'd say that it just worries me come playoff time given how close each and every game is usually in the playoffs if they don't get a couple of those coals that could be their downfall and so the whistle tightens doesn't it, in it the does. there's not as there's yeah. not as many calls yeah. yeah you're not likely to get those mm. so they're, they're probably going to have to uh look into not trying to draw as many fouls um but i like the direction they're heading right now can you before we you go there bro mm. can you both do me a favor yes next season and the season's coming if I ever, for the, you know, if I ever in my life say predict them to finish first again, can you say shut up and change your change it? Well, I, I thought that, that at the start of this season, but idiot. still did it. <laughs> Sometimes just you a sucker. Go I, with your gut. I think this is one of the seasons, opposed to your other ones where you you stuck them first, where it, it you know it could have been warranted, and it's still. I mean, it's not no. out of the question. No, it's out of the think. range. It's, I don't it's, think so. It's, it's, it's how out far of, out of that? So at the moment, they currently sit. Back of uh, Boston, they sit uh, five games back, yep. but they mm. don't look like they're any hope. No, no. Billy, Roe, what do you reckon, mate? I had them third coming into this season. And it, to be honest with you, like it feels a little bit deja vu-ish yep. to me with the Philadelphia 76ers. Every season they're hovering around this like third to sixth mark and it never really, like until they, I think until they do something legitimate in the playoffs, which might mean at the very least making it to like the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm just not going to have any huge amount of hope for them. Yeah. Um, they're a solid regular season team when you've got guys like Joel Embiid and James Harden in addition to um, Tyrese Maxey on your team. You're probably going to perform well and get wins on the board, but yeah, I'm not too high on them come playoff still. Kind of like the boy who cried wolf a little bit, isn't it? it? Is, like yeah. that fact mm. that kind of seen is believing yeah. with them. They've yeah. kind of tooted their horn so much, but we haven't actually seen any evidence of it so mm-hmm. far. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll push ahead, lads. Two to go. The Toronto Raptors currently sitting 11th with a 19 and 23 record. Lee, mm. what have you made of them thus far? Yeah, I had them uh, ninth sitting 11th. So did I. So um, did I. Oh, very good. They've been tricky. I, I'd say, again, probably disappointing is the word. Uh, if I start with uh, Scotty Barnes, he just hasn't taken that. I didn't think he'd take a massive leap, but I I, I did. I thought he would. I thought he would continue to improve, and he's kind mm. of just plateaued. He hasn't really taken any steps backwards. But no, he, he has. His output has he? and deficiency have both decreased. Right. So he has, mm. he has taken a step backwards, which has been disappointing for starters. Fred Van Vliet, he just hasn't been shooting well. Um, He's another kid. Yeah. <laughs> he's another so. kid. Pump him out. Get the factory open. He's, he's, uh, I think he's improved uh, a little bit as of late, but still not great. Uh, Pascal Siakam, he's been great. I think, I think he's been, um, all star. 
I, I'd put him in the All Stars. Yeah, so I'd I put him too. over like Randall and Brunson if we're, okay. if we're saying that. Um, yeah, I disappointing would be the word for them. Well, yeah. the word I use for them, and normally not a week goes by that I don't say it. I've held late into the Pethro. What is it? Mediocre. The word is mediocre. It absolutely is. Um, just feels like the whole squad. It's just been you know it's been run back. Mm, um, mm. As you said, it kind of feels like. They just run it back and they're continually banging their head against the wall. What's the definition of in- insanity? Doing, Doing the same thing over and over again without seeing, you know, a change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, expecting a change. Expecting yeah. the change. Mm. That's where it feels like they're at at the moment. Their bench is very, very ordinary. Um, it scares me, their depth. Their starting five is just not clicking. Fred's been hit and miss. As we were saying, Scotty's taken a step back. Siakam has been the shining light. Mm. Um I think they could certainly be a, a team that could shake things up if they wanted to. Mm. They could really go a blow it up version, trade OG, chat, trade Fred, you know, kind of rebuild totally. Because um, at the moment, I, I just think this iteration of the team for this season and going forward, I, I don't think it's going to get them to where they want to be. Mm. No, I think I'm with you. I had them ninth coming into this season. I had in my notes coming into this season that I really didn't like the look of them sitting outside the eight. And I thought it was a little bit disrespectful for me to have them outside of the eight, but mm. they've just been awful this season. They really have. And I'm not speaking about Pascal Siakam because he's been really solid. But he gets a, I think he gets a pass. He gets a pass, Mark. The rest of the guys in the class stay in for detention, probably <laughs> expelled at this expelled point. Like they've just been really piss poor, really. Um, internal or external suspension? Uh, oh, yeah. Could be an internal suspension, I think, at yeah. this point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I liked what you said before about um, rebuild in terms of them having the pieces to actually do something with that because there's sometimes these teams want to rebuild but they don't necessarily have have the things the, to make it the work things to make it work yeah. exactly so I reckon that's the way to go for the Toronto Raptors I think they've got the pieces we talk about Gary Trent Jr. Fred VanVleet OG Ananobi. Like I wouldn't, I really wouldn't want to let him go if I was the Toronto Raptors. But he is a super valuable piece if they if they wanted to make huge changes. So I would they, entertain offers at the moment. They were mm-hmm. asking yeah. for three first rounds. Is that worth OG? Rudy Gobert has screwed the whole system. He has, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. He has really dicked the whole league over because every Tom, Dick, and Harry now thinks they're worth three draft <laughs> first yeah. round picks, mm-hmm. and they're not. Mm-hmm. They're not. I don't think he is. No, neither do I. No, like I love him, but I don't think he's either. Two absolute max. Mm-hmm. One and a couple of second rounders no. and maybe a good piece or two in a package. You Re- know, a starting piece and a bench piece. You both said rebuild. It's such a heavy word because rebuild to me sounds like you're starting from scratch. Whereas I don't think the raps would. And I don't think that's what you mean either. I don't think they have to start from scratch. I think they just trade away. Two, they're two big pieces. They're OG and Fred. I think that's probably a good idea to trade mm. them away and then build from there. So I think they can either rebuild or that they can reconstruct yeah, their yeah, team. That's it. That's and a great word choice. Good word. I think it's the first Wording time we used it on everything. the podcast. But, yeah, I think they've, yes. as we said before, got the pieces to do either or. Um, yep. It's going to be dependent on where they see their future. I agree. Let's move mm. ahead to our 15th and final team, your former lover, Lee, the Washington Wizards, currently sitting 12th with a record of 18 and 24. Uh, again, a very funny, funny old season. Porzingis, I think, we're talking about him mm. just before we came on air. Ro, he is a big, big man. He's been good. But he's he has giant. been great this mm. season. 
Looked sharp, 22 points, nine rebounds, two assists, whilst Kuz has also had some quality performances. Mm. Um, just need to ha- see more of Bradley Bill, I think. He's only mm. suited up for 24 games Horrible. this season. And, you know, their success, whatever their definition of success is this season, really hinges on him being mm. fit and healthy. Mm. You know, we know the talent he has. He's a 30 points per game scorer. Was it last year, the year before? It's crazy to think that, isn't it? The quality's there. Mm. But mm. just need to see him suit up. Um, you know, they've been fun to watch. They've caused their fair share of upsets, but, you know, I don't think they're going to cause any, any you know, headaches in the postseason if they even make it there because at mm. the moment it's sitting 12th. So mm. uh, disappointing. Of, not looking pretty. A couple of teams, including the Wizards in the league, and it's like, what are you playing for at this at this stage? Mm. You know, a lot of the teams, a, a majority of the teams are playing to make it to the uh, finals and win the chip. A couple of bottom dwellers are pa- uh, playing for Wemby or Scoot and like Raptors as well. Wizards, what are you playing for? What's your, what's your idea of success right now? I'm not sure because Bradley Beal's not suiting up, but yeah, I I mean, a first round would be their hope um, Mm. probably via the plane at this stage. Mm. Uh, I don't see them going any further than that, but I think that's where they would have set their expectations heading into the season. That's their ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm with you to be honest. Um, I had them 14th coming into this season. I had notes coming into the season, and I still agree with it, even though he hasn't been out there, that even if Bradley Bill is out there and he's dropping 30 points a game, I don't think it's enough to elevate them into like any playoff contention. Better to be at times when he has played, they've looked better without him. Yeah, yeah. They've, yeah, they've been a little... Like, you know, sometimes when they're so reliant on someone, you take them out and they look a bit more evenly balanced mm. and a bit more unpredictable on their night. So, yeah. That's not taking nothing away from Bradley. Oh no, Hill, of course but not. I just don't think him scoring thirty a night, even when he is out there, is enough. Um, so, so that's why I'd love the Washington Wizards to commit to something huge, like a rebuild. Just I really full would. Nuke it. I, I think like, so. plenty on. of teams would take coups, wouldn't they? It's been yes. so obvious that Bradley Beal, for as good as a, a player as he is, he's not the guy to bring them even deep in the playoffs, mm. even to the playoffs for that matter. Mm. Um, move on from Brad Beal. Mm. There you go. You they should have some Move time on. ago, really. Yeah, they should have. Well, mm. not a trade period comes and goes without hearing Bradley Bill in at least 27,000 yeah. rumours. So yeah. Lakers man still interested? Oh, oh, oh <laughs> don't. That'd be tasty, wouldn't it? That would mm. be tasty. You have nothing to give them. Sure we do. Oh. Mm. We've got one 2027 first round pick. <laughs> We've got oh. uh, Lonnie Walker. And Wenyan Gabriel. Oh. The cherry on top. There you go. I like That's not a package. Deal. I don't know what is. Mm. Oh, he, I have a love-hate relationship with him. He oh, does right. some really good things. Like today, he was quite good against yeah, the Mavs, um, despite them going down in double OT. And then other games, I just would love to put a fist to his head. Uh-huh. But, uh, try that. <laughs> try that on Gabriel. Mm. He would eat me. He would. Literally. As a, as a little literally. snack, I reckon. Yep. <laughs> he would. Like a Tasty cracker. snack at that. Fellas, there we go. We've ripped through all 15 teams within the Western Conference. But for my eyes... I think this is one of the funnest years in terms of the talent in the East, the mm-hmm, teams that it possesses. Still a lot of storylines to play out at the top, middle, and bottom of mm. the standings. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm keen to see how it plays out for the remainder of the season, mm. lads. It's going to be a hot end to the season. I'll tell you what else is hot. This room. Yeah, I'll we, tell you what. we're not going to do a check. We did a check of the uh, the old armpits at the start of the show. Should we do one now? Do uh, let's one? not. Like, no. Let's keep. You know what? I'm not afraid. Much. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. No, no, not there. That's not too bad. bad. That's not too bad. I'm uh, leaving. That's that's quite impressive from you, Ro. You've got that on the white and blue top. I'm you on. should uh, three for three. 
Uh, you say nothing. You can't even nothing say there. It's a, a loose fitting. I was top, about to say so. it was a tentative raise of the arm there. <laughs> I was it? so That's scared a... that could have made or break broken me. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a made man now, mate. Yeah, absolutely, guys. We've had a blast. Next week we will be doing part two, the Western Conference, tackling all 15 teams there. During the week, be sure to stay up to date with all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, for all the latest news from the NBA and NBL. I'll be back probably Monday next week uh, with another installment of our NBL Focus show. Now on the home stretch, only a couple of weeks to go before the playoffs start there. So a lot of intriguing storylines likewise there to play out. Uh, Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to the show. And from myself, Liam Rowe, guys, we will talk to you next week.